Hey everybody, this is part two of last week's episode. Enjoy. Ah, all right. Um, so I realized that with my insecurity of money, of my money, of money in general, to be honest, but my insecurity of it has allowed for me to be put in situations that I know are not in alignment with God's will. And I say that to say, um, okay, so I have this little situation with this man I I met here, here in Houston. And I met him since I moved here, so about three months now. And um, he kind of came into my life when I was just kind of figuring out what my next steps would be. Um, And I don't want to share too much detail of how he came into my life. Just in case he's tuned in. Hey! (laughs) No, but um, we developed like a friendship. a, A platonic friendship. Or so I thought. So, um, like, he would take me out and would, you know, pay for my meals and just kind of be a listening ear and a mouthpiece of advice for me during a time when I felt a little uh, just unsettled. Um, This was during the time when I was really unhappy with my previous job and I was trying to figure out what my next what my next steps are and he uh just kind of gave me a little he gave me some encouragement and made me feel a little okay a little confident um now granted though he was giving me all this encouragement it was good I am still like in spite of whatever I'm going through, I know who's my refuge. You know what I mean? Like, I know where my help comes from. And although my outer appearance may feel, well, may look like it's a little unsettled and uh, unsure about life, internally, like, when I go home, at night, like when I'm back in my bedroom, when I come back into my apartment, when I'm about to get ready to go to bed, I immediately, even before then, but like pretty much when I'm about to wind down, I remember God. Like I always know God, you know, but I am remembering who he is and my peace is suddenly resonating in that moment so I say all that to say that no matter how disheveled I may I may come across I ultimately I have my peace and my comfort and my joy in Christ alone um anyways I just wanted to say that because I don't want it to make it seem like this man was building me up when I was so low. No, that's never me. Like, I, I, I'm the type of person, like, I could, you know, share my insecurities with anyone. And I could receive, you know, their advice, their feedback. And it's a moment. It's like, oh, thank you so much. But ultimately, I'm having a conversation with God. And I have conversations with God. I am talking to God 
every step of the way. Every step of the way I've been here, I've been communicating with God. So that's where my help comes from ultimately. All right? So let me just say that because ain't no nigga trying to help me. No, it's not like that. Okay? Anyways, um, so me and him, this man, has developed a friendship where um, he would take me out frequently or frequently enough and, um, you know, listen to me always cover my costs and like he'll take me out and I have been feeling convicted about our time spent together and although our our time spent together is strictly like public places you know at a restaurant um just out and about I still feel convicted about it Simply because he is in a situation. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say too much. Uh, But he's in a situation. And I know this because I know this. And um, I feel like there's a certain point when things are platonic. And when things are, nigga, what you trying to do? (laughs) Okay. When things are reaching the nigga what you trying to do line, that's when my antennas are up, my discernment is high, and my God is telling me, go. Go, 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 go. Okay, so all of this was happening as I'm feeling convicted about it, and I, I... I'm trying to say as much as I can, but not as much. Just because I do I do like to be transparent on here and it's therapeutic for me, but I do want to give a level of uh anonymity for the people I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> Cause there will be more. But I want to practice some anonymity for for them. Anyways, but you know, I still got to speak my truth. So, okay. He is, uh, I mean, he's a fairly good guy. But the only thing is, when we first met, like, outside, we went to a restaurant. Um, he was, like, it was fine. Like, there was no... There was no like funny business. There's no there was no monkeying around, you know, per se. Um, but there were brief moments that I would notice that made me feel like mm-hmm. okay. Um, and one of those moments, well, all of those moments included um, him touching my leg. And by touch, I mean, like, you know how people are talking and they're expressive in their speech? And I'm expressive in my speech, too. But um, you're in a situation, and I'm not. So, you know, don't be so expressive with me where you are touching my leg. And the touch would be, like, him tapping my knee while he's speaking, and like a quick tap. 
So it started off with like a quick tap where it's like, oh, in my head, I'm thinking, or I'm trying to justify it like, oh, well, just a quick tap. It's, you know, it's nothing. But then the quick tap, the quick tap (laughs) became more like, I'm going to rest my hand on your kneecap for 15 seconds longer while I'm talking, trying to be slick with it. And I, here's the thing with me. I don't like discomfort. I don't like to make people feel uncomfortable, even if you're making me uncomfortable. And I don't like that I do that. You know, I wish that I could be that type of person where I'm, I, I like, I immediately call out, you know, some monkey business, you know, but I, I just, I haven't reached that level yet and I, I want to, so pray for me on that. But while he was, while his touching increased, like throughout the times that we went out together, um, I never really called him out on it in that moment. Um, I remember the first time when it kind of increased more than it has and, my body reflex into, you know, kind of moving my chair back suddenly or just showing in my body language that, okay, nigga, back, back up. Okay. And I think, I mean, it was never addressed directly and it was never, um, something that I, that I, you know, kind of made clear in the moment. I just, I just like to move on. I don't like to sit in awkwardness. I don't like to talk about it right then and there. It, you know, if we could just act like it never happened, that's cool. But sometimes some things need to be talked about. And, but whatever, I didn't do that. So we're like going out and the go out is not anywhere romantic. It's not like we're on dates per se. It's just oh, let's go out for brunch and sit by the bar or let's go to the breakfast shop and, you know, sit by the table and discuss and talk and whatever, catch up. And, you know, I would try to mask it as, oh, this this man is just trying to bestow knowledge and wisdom upon me during a time when I felt a little unsure about this whole move thing. And um, it was, you know, reassuring to, to feel uh, recognized, you know? I think, I don't know. Anyways, I'm, look, I realize now that when I am overwhelmed with feelings of insecurity, anxiety, I am led to do things that I know are not for me to do, okay? And you may think, oh, well, he just innocently touched your leg or, you know, it's not you know, not that serious. It's just, don't look at it so deep. But it is deep because I know things are to happen before they do. You know, it's not like I could see the future, but I know where things could go. I am wise enough 
to know where this could lead. And I don't ever want to be anybody's mistress. I don't ever want to be anybody's anything that is not a wife or friend platonically, okay? And so I was getting vibes. It wasn't direct because this person, he's very smooth. Not like a smooth operator type of man. Like he wasn't trying to hit on me directly, but like... It was one of those things where if it could have, it would have, you know, like, like he wanted to see kind of like how far I could go with it. You know, I don't know how to explain it, but you know, and I feel like, damn, these niggas are really just trying me. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just wish that. It could have just been a platonic thing and he would have just not, not try me in any way. I mean, he didn't say anything that was, that was incriminating. Um, but I still felt like I'm, I'm a good sense of energy in the room. Like I could feel what type of energy we on, what type of energy you on, you know, and go from there. But with him, even though on the outside it may seem like, oh, just a person, you know, giving me a good time, taking me out and showing me around town, um, it is definitely more than that on his end. And I'm not having it. And I'm sharing this because... With my anxiety about money, I have allowed for this situation to last longer than it should have because I saw him as a sponsor. To be honest, if you want to keep it on it, okay, Christian or not, that's what I saw him as. And it didn't get to a point where he would give me cash money. But I just saw the opportunity of, oh, he wants to take me out? Okay, well, that's a free, good-ass meal, okay? Oh, he want to, you know, show me around? Okay, a nice tour. You know, I just saw it has opportunity. Call me opportunist, opportunist, I don't care. But my whole thing is, I just felt in those moments that, man, I wish that... I would have had that security in my finances and what well, well because I don't let me just go ahead and take advantage of what this man is offering and I realized that that could lead me down a dark path that I do not want to embark on so I'm cutting it off and when I say cutting it off I mean I literally just did it like a few hours ago today and by that I simply Deleted his number and blocked him. And I feel kind of, I feel good about it, but I feel kind of like, what if he does try to reach me? And what if he's like trying to figure out what happened? Like, I'm wondering to myself, should I offer an explanation? But then someone told me, don't, because he knows very well that he's in a situation and 
you don't need to tell him that he's in this situation. Like, it's, it's clear. And sometimes with men, they will try to dumb down the situation that they're in just to garner you, you know? So... I'm not interested in the back and forth, and I'm not interested in, like, sometimes with men, too, if you try to call them out on whatever they're doing that may be inappropriate, they may flip it on you and say, well, I'm just trying to show you a good time. Like, what are you talking about? I I very well love the situation I'm in. Like, I feel like they won't admit it and turn it around on you like you're crazy, you know? Like, I'm being gaslit, and I hate that. I hate when men do that. So... I'm not interested in either. Um, Yes, I'm just going to go ghost. (laughs) Uh, I do that so well. It's ridiculous. Well, this goes back to what I've been saying earlier. How, you know, I am, like, I could easily move on from people. And I could just be in the moment with someone. And then once that moment passed, okay, bye. Thank you, next. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's important to be, and this brings me to scripture. Let's bring out the Bible. Um, 1 Peter 5 verse 8, be alert and of sober mind, your enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Okay. And I repeat, that's 1 Peter 5 verse 8. Um, I bring this up because the enemy will peek his head out in any situation that he can, okay? And if I am not aware, if I am not sober, if I'm not alert and vigilant at all times, I could fall into the trap of sin and the captivity of it all. And next thing you know, I'm in a situation where I did not see myself being. Um, Now, you may think, wow, that's a little extreme. You're just, you, you got to look at everything from a deeper lens. Every time I pray to God, I always mention to say, show me the way you want me to see things, you know, Um, give me a heart that is like yours, like, if I am una- like if I'm just missing something, show me what it is that I'm missing, okay? And the discernment that I have within me, that is nothing but God. Like I said before, when I go to sleep at night, when I'm winding down, I have a talk with God. I recall moments of my day. I recall moments that I am feeling a little um, unsure about and I need his advice on, and he speaks through me, okay? He uses me as a mouthpiece for his wisdom. So when I would think about my time spent with this man, and even though this uh, a short a short amount of time, like a handful of moments we've spent together, I already know that this should no longer be a thing, okay? Now, granted, it did not go far, you know, he doesn't know where I live, he hasn't been over my place, I haven't been over his, and it hasn't been anything um, out of bounds completely, but even even the, the creeping of things being potentially out of bounds is enough for me to back out, because um, I don't want to get caught up. 
I'm not trying to have a woman-to-woman call. Not, not me, okay? Not I. I'm not interested in that. So I think it's important for us to be vigilant and aware of different ways the enemy may try to have us feel like, oh, it's not a big deal. What are you talking about? We're just going out for some drinks. We're just, you know, having some fun. No biggie. He's just being a nice man. No. Turn around. Go home. Okay? And I would hear, like, whisperings of that in my mind as I am entering the restaurant to meet him. (laughs) Okay? So, look. I say all that to say... (laughs) Be vigilant, be aware, keep your eye out, be sober, and, you know, just know your surroundings, know who you're with, because some people may act one way, in, you know, at first, but then show you their true colors, and their true colors may not be uh, in alignment with God's will for you, okay? Um... I don't want to paint him out as a devil. Like He's not the devil that's prowling. It's just, look, we're all vessels at the end of the day, right? God uses us or the enemy uses us, okay? We are tools. We are vessels that are used by different spirits. You know, if we're of darkness, there are agents of darkness being used within the vessel of that person, okay? Same with God. You know, if we are uh, of the light, there are spirits of the light that are used within us to demonstrate that, you know? So the spirit of peace, compassion, joy, all of these things are from God, but if you're not from God, if you're not um, in alignment with him, you are subject to be used by the enemy, And that could look like a number of ways, you know, distracting you from your goals, uh, suddenly making you be argumentative or seductress or whatever it is, it it will always be uh, the opposite of what God wants for you, okay? And if you find yourself in a situation that uh, makes you question your character or makes you a little uncomfortable, uh, makes you feel convicted, I would encourage you to just bring it up to God to, you know, to match if what you're feeling is is accurate to what he wants you to feel, you know? Because sometimes maybe we could be in our heads, but sometimes I don't think that's the case, honestly. I, I believe that when we feel like something's not right, or when we feel like, hmm, I got to be a little bit, you know, aware of this, or this is kind of making me have a red flag. We need to act on it and think on it and let that and let that really uh, resonate with us so we could act accordingly in the future. Um, this man, you know what's so funny? Even though some people could be used by the enemy, um, they won't be obvious in that. You know, they will not show themselves as agents of darkness, right? They won't be like, hey, I am here to distract you from (laughs) your destiny. You know, I'm here to distract you from your purpose. I am your distraction. Hey, 
That's not going to happen. Instead, they may appear as um, someone who totally gets it, someone who knows Christ. You know, the devil knew Christ. The devil knows Christ. You know, he was up in heaven. He was, you know, he was up there with God. Okay, so don't get it twisted. Just because someone knows the Bible and knows what they're talking about as far as faith or, you know, different stories in the Bible doesn't mean that they're of God. Whoo! Let that sit, baby. Let that sit. Let me say it again. Okay. Just because someone knows God, knows the Bible, does not mean they are of God. Okay. This is a warning to whomever this is for, okay? I don't know who I'm talking to. You know how preachers be like, I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I need you to listen. High five your name and tell them God is on time. Like, all right, I just want to sit down. <laughs> I don't want to keep on high-fiving my neighbor. Hello, my name is like, all right. No, but it's, <laughs> I swear, this is a tangent right now, but I, I mean, I appreciate the whole Tell your neighbor, you know, God is here. He's with you. Keep going. I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate getting to know or like, you know, just briefly meeting new people in my surroundings at church when I'm given that opportunity. But you know what? Sometimes I just want to sit down and listen to the word. I don't want to talk to five people. I don't want to high five three people and tell them, you know, God hears you. He's on his way. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to do any of that. Okay. Anyways, I just, it just, <laughs> it's kind of a pet peeve, but maybe that's just me being, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, let's get back to what I was saying. Just because someone knows the word, knows who God is, knows stories in the Bible, it does not mean they are sent from God, okay? The enemy will send the the perfect person on the outside. But when you spend time with them, when you really look for things that are, you know, necessary to look at, you realize, hmm, okay, his character is not in alignment with what a Christian is. And that's no judgment. That is no judgment because I am no better than anyone else. I am not. Um, but my thing is, I am not trying to be around people who aren't better. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it. I'm not trying to be about around anyone who's really not chasing after God's heart. In some way or shape or form. Like, I get it. We all could have some fun. But he was, um, he would do certain things that made me feel, hmm, that's interesting. You know, has has someone who would, who started off the conversation with, like, biblical stories, right? He'll then say things like, oh, I'm going to buy you another drink. Come on, we got to do three more come on, we got to get a fourth one before we leave. Or like, he'll like say things like that, trying to pressure me to drink more. Or, um, you know, the, the, the frequent knee touches and the, yeah, those moments when I felt like, okay, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so 
going on right now, okay? And look, I see things from a deeper lens, so you may not get it, but I hope you do. Um, I'm just trying to understand that, you know, God has given me convictions and I have to act on it because he is trying to stop me from going any further. He sees the future. He's the God of the future. He already knows ahead of time. So if he's telling me and he's convicting me to stop right now, I'm going to do just that, okay? There is no hard feelings here. There is no, um, you know, I don't wish anyone ill will. I'm just trying to stay on track, on track. I did not move here to get caught up with someone and boom, I'm calling home like, oh, look what happened. Like, nope, not trying to do that, okay? And that just goes to show there is a great purpose that God has for me. Now, what that purpose is, I'm still figuring it out. But I know that I am where I'm supposed to be. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I have more faith, you know. I am so um, amazed at God and his promises and his provision over my life. So I, I need to be more vigilant. I need to be more alert of just my surroundings, who I befriend, who approaches me, opportunities that come my way, situations that come my way, I need to bring them up to God. So what I'm going to do as an action step moving forward, I'm going to give every relationship that I have created since I've moved here, I'm going to give them unto God. And by that, I mean, I'm going to pray about everyone I've met so far, you know, I'm going to ask God, you know, what is the plan? What is the purpose with this friendship, with this budding friendship? What is it that you want me to gain from it? So I know, and is this person for me or is this person not? And that goes with friend, that goes with potential bays, that goes with anyone who comes my way and anything that comes my way. Um, you know, I am at a critical and vulnerable state in my life because I've made this big risk. And with this risk, you know, God, God honors that. God wants us to increase our faith in him and faith without works is dead, you know. And if we're not going, walking by faith and trusting him every step of the way, then we're not allowing God to, tro to show himself to us. We're not allowing him to do what he does best, which is show up and show out, okay? And I have to just be aware of that and just give unto him all that I acquire here and go from there, okay? I just, what's so interesting is that he... I really looked at him as a, a sponsor, okay? I really looked at it as a situation as, well, since I can't really call on, you know, some family to kind of just give me some money or whatever it is, I could potentially call on this man and ask for that. Or not ask for that, but like, 
you know, kind of say a couple of things that demonstrate that I'm in need and hopefully he'll offer himself, right? Um, but what God convicted me, God, God convicted me yesterday and was like, I'm, I am misplacing my trust in him for my trust in man. Write that down. I am misplacing my trust in him, him meaning God, for my trust in man, man meaning human beings, okay? Um, and that is something that, whoo, that took me by, by storm. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how God continues to just snatch my edges, but my God, I need my edges, okay? Um, yeah, <laughs> I was placing my trust in just, uh, I was placing my trust in the fact that, well, I can't call on people who, you know, who's been in my life all my life for some financial assistance. But you know what? So I'm going to just use up this man and see what he could offer me. And if it, if it could get me by, then why not? And I understand why I felt that way and why I thought that way. But I also understand that there is so much danger in thinking that way and acting that way because I am placing my faith and my trust in another human being on that level, especially someone who I just met, okay? This man could turn out to be an abuser, a manipulator, you know, all of these things that he could... He could have had potential to show himself as, but I'm not allowing that to happen because I am cutting it off now. And so I should have, and I'm glad that I'm convicted about it now, um, but it just made me realize that I was not trusting in God enough. I was not trusting in God enough. I, it really just boggles me how much I don't trust him enough. You know, like, if you guys just sit back and think about all of the things that you're worried about, all of the things that give you pause, why are we not giving those things unto him? Him meaning God. You know, why are we not um, just letting him put us at ease and really being still so his peace could just overwhelm us? Because... Each and every time God has taken care of me, I have figured it out while, you know, the, the past three weeks when I've been stretching what I had until I got paid, I've been just so overwhelmed with just the life circumstances that I was not aware of the bigger picture. I was not aware of what God has been doing already in my life. And I've learned that I need to trust that God is doing something right now and has already been doing something so that all that I am praying for, all that I am desiring for and working towards, I can handle, you know? If I can't handle what I have now, God can't trust me with what he will bless me with in the future. You know, the far greater, the more abundant 
things that he would provide me with, the more abundant, uh, just essential factors that he will provide me with, then I won't ever really experience them because I can't appreciate what he has trusted me with right now. You know, I think about you know, just a few months ago, I was really pondering on this move. I was just excited for new beginnings, living on my own and all these things. And I'm here and boom, I'm, I'm hit with all these all these fears, all these insecurities, and that is not of God. That is not of God. And I'm being distracted by that. I'm letting that blind me, blinded me enough that I was in a situation with the man for a short period of time, but it was enough time for me to realize, whoop, I got to get out. I got to get out. You know, this could have gone further this could have gotten far and I was not interested in seeing or recognizing the person that I would have been, that I would have uh, became had I continued the situation with this man. So I, yeah, I, I share that because sometimes when we are so anxious about something, we do anything thinking that is going to fix it and we find ourselves in situations that we did not hope to be in you know no woman wants to be second fiddle second choice mistress any of that and that could have been me I already saw that happening in the future even though and here's the thing even though I did not have like I don't have romantic feelings for this man I only saw him as an opportunity only so call me what you want <laughs> okay but when you are like stretching you know some checks up until you get paid when you are trying to figure and manage your finances and you're doing it alone sometimes you think of things like hmm it would be nice if this if I had a sponsor, if I had someone who could just kind of cover this and that or, you know, take me out and, you know, I'm fed for <laughs> the day or two, you know, and it may sound trivial to you, but I, I know I'm not alone. Okay. So anyways, I say all that to say, be vigilant, be alert, be aware, because when you're distracted and when you're off course, that just means that you're on the way to your destiny or you're in route of your destiny and the enemy doesn't like that so he's going to send many agents of darkness to distract you and that's not um the plan that god has for you so i encourage you all to continue to talk to god continue to increase increase your relationship with him so you can be more vigilant and just more alert of what's happening around you and who's in your corner okay so let's go ahead and end off with prayer father god we just thank you we thank you for the gift of discernment we thank you for speaking through us and using us to just show us exactly where you want us to be who you want us to be around and where you have for us to go lord father god we just give our hearts unto you we give our minds unto you lord let it uh, let our thoughts, let our feelings 
worship you, Lord. Let it be captive unto you, Jesus. Father God, we just give our relationships unto you, Lord, our friendships unto you. Let it be pleasing unto you. Let the friendships and the people in our life help us and encourage us to be stronger in the destiny and the purpose that you have for our life, Father God. Let them encourage us and to lead us to where you have called for us to go, Lord. God, we thank you for who you are and who you have been. Your faithfulness continues to amaze us, Father God. Let our hearts be open unto you, Jesus. In your name as I pray, amen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of God Built This Podcast with your host, Maxine. Please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow and comment on SoundCloud. God bless.